welcome to A Revolution to Lead Podcast. We bring you daily wisdom and inspiration from the revolution, filled with the greatest minds and talents of all time. When Jesus walked out of his tomb 2,000 plus years ago, he began a revolution against an old way of life. Jesus is not just offering us another self-help strategy, but a brand new reality that is overthrowing the world as we know it. This podcast is all about how we tap into and live out this new reality in order to live a revolutionary life. So I am in the ORU, or Roberts University, master's program. And what these podcasts are is what I'm finding through my studies and how I'm wrestling with the scripture and who God is through this discovery journey. So I hope you enjoy. So we're going to be continuing our journey, our final installment of the Shema. And the last four episodes, we've been diving in deep. And I just felt undone because I thought I was done, but there's just one more episode I want to hit on. There's one more thing I want to hit on with this. And we talked about it in this first episode, but I think there's more meat to it than I could do in like eight minutes. That I want to discuss, especially over the last week or so, with the midterm elections and everything coming up, and the division and the animosity that is present in our country and in our world. And I just want to read the Shema one more time to kick us off. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord one and only. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Now I'm going to stop there because I really want to get into this today. So, what I wanted to continue diving in on is the Lord one and only. Many times we think idolatry was just something for the ancients to deal with, and we don't have it today. However... The Bible gives us the view that there are really no other gods. It wasn't like there were gods and now they're not. Rather, these humans were creating things that represented themselves or something in creation that they had dominion over, that they could control. And maybe they might say, they would have said they had no control over the gods. There's no telling what they're going to do. The humans created them by hand. In the end, idolatry is treating something as God that is not God. We as humans are bent towards idolatry. And we want to worship something. We are created to worship something. And when that is not God, it is something else. You cannot be a human and not worship something. And what you te- and how you can tell what you worship is what you put your trust in when everything else goes out the window. What do you trust in to keep you sustained? What do you trust in to keep you firm? What do you trust in when life goes crazy? That's what you worship. Therefore, the human heart is torn in pieces because you might not be able to identify what you put your trust in. Because it's probably multiple different things. But what God is calling us to do is put our trust in him alone. And that's a journey. 
even us as followers of Jesus, we still are idolatrous. You see, what we call practical atheism is what a lot of people in the church are doing. Because right, because they believe there is a God, but they are not fully engaging with his reality. So God is, they don't know this God personally. They know there is a God, but don't engage in his reality. And that is the definition of practical atheism. And that is what the biggest threat to our church today. What we must do is engage with the new reality, this revolutionary reality of King Jesus that's brought to us. Not our own. And what's even scarier is people have dressed up different realities to look to try to mock the one that Jesus brought so they could control it more. The brain of Christianity that the Christian party of America is presenting is not the one the Bible presents. It is a radical, weird, off-brand gospel that Jesus does not put a stamp on. So please do not fall into the trap that that is the representation of King Jesus because it is not at all. It is blasphemous. Because Jesus does not have a dividing nature. He does not have one that he wants you to burn. He doesn't want you to suffer. He wants to love you and he wants to be kind to you and he wants you to experience his grace. So do not believe the division nature of the Christian party of America. Because Jesus has a kingdom, not a party. God wants to bring unity. And sadly, the party that does not claim to be the Christian party, that's their message right now. Not the Christian party, but the other one. Not the Republican party, because the Republican party is bringing a message of division. The Democratic party is trying to do a call for unity. Imagine that. No wonder people are not turned on to the gospel right now because the, the party that says they represent the gospel is bringing division, not unity. The biggest threat to the church is not being, not the outsiders. It's the insiders. The biggest threat to the church is Christian nationalism because we have, because this isn't even Christianity anymore. It's Republicanity. Meaning that they worship not King Jesus, but they worship a flag. And they just stamp God's name on it. Because friends, America was not built for a Christian people. It was built to include all people. The gods of, that the forefathers thought of were not the were not Yahweh. They might have believed in him, but they lean way more towards the Epicureanism type of thinking. So what we must do is not commit ourselves to a party or any other thing and just throw God in the mix. But we must commit to God alone. So if you're enjoying this podcast, 
please rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Because the revolutionary life is not one of self-enlightenment, but it's about changing the world around you. So go out today and be revolutionary.